Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Buzzing About Romance. And on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, I am joined by podcast contributor Lindsay. And today we are reviewing Feels Like Love by Jenna Hartley. And this is book one of her Alondra Valley series. Welcome back to the podcast, Lindsay. Thanks, Leah. So happy to be here. Okay, you want to go ahead and read the synopsis from Goodreads? Yeah, from Goodreads. I'm secretly in love with my best friend's little sister, so I do what any good friend would, avoid her, at least until my house floods and my best friend suggests I move in with Ren. Resisting her has never been easy, but when Ren convinces me to be her dating coach, it's impossible. The more we practice, the harder I fall for her and her amazing son. The more I start to believe what we have is real. It feels like love, but is it worth risking my friendship with Ren and her brother to know if she feels the same? Okay, so this book was released August, <laughs> excuse me, August 25th, 2021, and the tropes are friends to lovers, siblings, best friends, single parent. It's kind of a slow burn, small town. It is a spinoff, the hero, like it's a pining hero, and it's a slight age gap. I think it's about five years, maybe, for an age gap. So, um, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's not huge but it's, it's still like a factor. Um, the put out percentage is 56% and it is told in dual first person point of view. Um, so let's talk about Ren. So Ren is a single mom to this adorable little boy river who I loved. <coughs> um, she's a photographer. So she like, she owns her own business. Like she has a lot of self-confidence in her, in her craft, but personally, like she kind of flounders a little bit. Yeah. She, her identity is pretty much all her business and her little boy. Like mm -hmm. outside of that, she's not really given her space much room to like grow and actually be a human being mm -hmm. <laughs> or even like pursue relationships really like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like, as a mom, like I get that. Cause like my I mean, granted, I am married, like I am not a single parent. I'm fortunate that my husband is very involved, but like it's when you have kids, like you lose a big part of yourself because like your whole world revolves around them. And so like, I, I get that part of it, but as you read the book, like you can understand where a lot of her apprehension comes from because the circumstances revolved around river, like getting pregnant with river and then like having river and all of that stuff. Like it kind of it was, it was a lot, like it was emotional. It was traumatic. Like she's still dealing with some of the ramifications from that whole like time in her life. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. She really is. And a huge component of that is her brother. Like she's a single parent mm -hmm. and the kind of stand in dad figure for her son is her brother, um, Liam. So he's a huge character throughout the book as well. Um, he plays a huge part in the book because Liam's best friend is Bennett her mm -hmm. love interest so it's you know there's a lot of complexity to their relationship um like River's relationship with Liam River's relationship with Bennett and mm -hmm. then Ren's relationship with both of them as well right well and like her parents are very involved like she even says constantly like if it wasn't for her parents and Liam like she would not be in the situation that she is and like River would not be as well established as he is as a kid and that's one thing I really love because like you come across single parent romances every once in a while where like 
the parents are not involved and it's the mom like is struggling because of situations and I mean, those things happen every day, but I love the fact that like her family was so supportive and so there for her and her brother, even though he was an overbearing jackass, a lot of the story with her, like he still like was there for River and he was there for her. He just didn't always do it in the, the, the best ways. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. Like, that's one of the things I know we'll talk about this a little bit later too, but like what I love about Jenna Hartley's writing in particular is that she takes situations where, you know, you've got broken characters or characters who've just had like bad string of luck. And in this case, it's like a broken family situation. Um, and like, she builds so much structure around it to where, Mm -hmm. you know, it shows like, just because like these things are cultural norms doesn't mean that there's anything actually lacking in that environment. Like it shows Mm -hmm. a different perspective on those um, situations. And I think that is something I really personally love about her writing in particular. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she, it, she doesn't make it taboo in any sense of the word, like in any sense of it, like the, that river is the type of kid that he is. And we can talk about that in a minute, but the fact that like Ren is not really a struggling single mom. Like she deals with the, the, the daily struggles of parenting but like as a single mom like she's well established she has a good job like she's not living paycheck to paycheck like she's not struggling in the sense of like figuring out like where their next meal comes in like she she's a well-established and it's normal for her like it's a, a normal occurrence and everybody around her like I mean some of the guys she dates perhaps not just because I mean they're it's normal for a guy to be like apprehensive about dating a single mom, but it was never a taboo moment in the book at all that she was the single mom. And I like the fact that the relationship with Bennett, that was never a factor. Like River, River was never a factor. Like he was in the sense where he, Bennett was like, I should stay away because she's the single mom. Like it was never a bad a bad situation in him keeping his distance like everything else around him was part of his avoidance yeah (coughs) he had a really unique relationship with river i love the scenes with him and river so much they're Mm -hmm. like he is such a sweetheart bennett like (laughs) for a hero i didn't expect that like the way that he is written at the beginning of the book and then the way like he unfolds it's just I loved him like how could mm-hmm. you not love him like he is such a cinnamon roll hero he's such a sweetheart. he really he's and... like the ultimate cinnamon because <laughs> he really is like that soft like gooey guy but in the best possible way yeah and he's so good to them like I don't know if it's because he already loved her no, moving in and he knew like the challenges she had in her life. I don't know. But the way that he was written, like he just drops into her life and he just woos the pants off of her, mm-hmm. um, literally. <laughs> but I mean, he cooks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like it just like you go, go down. Like I didn't know that I had a dream man checklist, but he was like pretty spot on. <laughs> and I think part of it though is like the way he's written like he is not this promiscuous bachelor who 
like isn't sure of himself. Like he he's very confident like in his position as a veterinarian. Like he he own like I think he owns his own vet practice. Like he's confident in that. Like he has this really well established friend group with Liam and their two other friends, Tristan and Asher. And like the four of them have been friends for forever. And he's established and he's and I think that's the biggest part about him is he's he's not floundering in any aspect aside from the fact that he's in love with Ren and he doesn't know what to do about it because of Liam and because of the fact that like he doesn't know how Ren feels yeah and then like you know the friend group is a huge part of what motivates him as well to kind of take his shot because there's other things going on in the friend group that's kind of making him reassess mm-hmm. his life his decisions the fact that he's basically put his love life on hold because he's so in love with Ren mm-hmm. um, and then like the situation he finds himself in the circumstances his friends are experiencing in the book really motivate him to kind of not just take a shot with Ren but like to really lay it all on the line with her too mm-hmm. um, and the cookie crumbs for future books there's they so just many kill you there's a lot of cookie crumbs. There really is. Well, but I need the cookie jar like right now. I know, but, it, but I don't know when the next book is coming out. And it's one of those things where like, I don't even, but you don't even know who's going to be next either. No, like she cookie crumbed, like <laughs> she cookie crumbed perfectly, like amongst the other three that like, you don't think it's going to be Tristan because of things that happened in the book and the situation that like happened, but it could be because we don't know how far down the road, like the book is going to be set, but there's enough little crumbs that you're like, Ooh, who's it going to be? But it's going to be so good. (laughs) It is because it's like the way that she just takes, it's like, she takes a bowling ball and just wrecks these characters right Mm -hmm. into love. It's so like, it's emotional without being angsty. Um, you yeah. know, the, the development is so organic that like the relationships are paced in such a way where, you know, it's not like, oh, two weeks we're in love. It's not insta-love at all. It's like a developed relationship. Mm-hmm. There's history there. There's, you know, a lot of glue to make that happily ever after really feel well. Right. <laughs> well, and, and there is, there is a tiny little bit of a love triangle aspect that is introduced, but it is not a love triangle at all. Like, let me let me go into it. It is not a love triangle, but Ren is in this point in her life where she wants more for herself and she wants more for River. Like she sees that River needs that constant male in his life because of the fact that, I mean, he's a boy, like he needs that. And Liam is there, but he works contract work. So he's out of the country. He's out of the state. Like he travels a decent amount and like her dad, she loves her dad. He's very good, but she wants that, that in-house family for him. And so she is gonna go out and find that. So she (laughs) signs up for a dating app that the a couple of the friends have told her about and so but she she's a self-proclaimed bad dater and so she asks Bennett to be her love coach to try and help her learn how to date and we all know how that works out yeah perfectly 
<laughs> it, it really does just not perfectly in a way that she thinks it's going to work out so he's so but i love that aspect of it because yeah. the, he's my my biggest gripe with this book though was the fact that if they just talk to each other a little bit more like they were very open about a lot of things like Oh, um, Ren talked about her past and some situations revolving around River's birth that like he didn't know about. And she opened up to him about that. And he opened up to her about some stuff like with school and Liam and, and their friendship. But there were, I just wanted them to talk about how they felt. It's like, like if they just had done that, then it would have just been it wouldn't have been the same book, but it just, it would have been so much different. Yes. That's something that frustrates me so much about adult characters, like communicate. I will say this communication issues are really hard to write about. I, like, mm -hmm. I think they're really hard to write about in a way where the happily ever after feels secure because it's like, okay, well, these characters have had so many communication issues. Like how do they have the groundwork for a long-term relationship when communication mm -hmm. is so important? So like, it can, like how you handle that situation can really make or break a story for me. And when an author does it really well, like, especially recently, it's something that I call out specifically because there's so many books where, you know, the happily ever after can feel rushed when they don't like address, like, how are they going to learn and grow and address communication mm -hmm. issues in the future? And she does that. Like she does, they do have, they do struggle. It is frustrating. It always makes me want to shake the characters. Like just mm -hmm. say how you feel. <laughs> well, and it's like, don't, don't play, don't play stupid games and like try to get the other one to admit that like they feel something, but, but the way that this story plays out, it makes sense. Like mm -hmm. the way that she, that Ren has that one conversation with him, it makes sense because like she's, she's so afraid that like what she feels is one-sided because like he has always been this loving like attached guy with her and with river like when he's around and so she feels like his feelings aren't bigger than what they ever used to be but what she never realized before is like he has loved her for a long time. Like he's been in love with her for a long time. Like though, so all of those feelings and things that he's doing, like they've always been there. Like since she like grew up and like he saw her as a different person. And so I think that's the biggest thing is like they have known each other for such a long time. And so like they both, both of their feelings have grown and adjusted as they've gotten older. And so like their behaviors towards each other have changed as they've gotten older and they communicate, they just don't communicate in the right way. I will also say like the way Liam reacts when he finds out what's going on between them. Also God, just I wanted to dick punch him. Yes. It, but it also, I felt like it justified so much of that tension. Mm -hmm. Like we can't just be out and open in our relationship yes. because like they both knew Liam so well, like they knew how he would react or that his reaction would be bad. And then oh. when they actually found out and he blew up, like he did, oh my God, I it, like, it was like, him. okay, well, I kind of get it now, but, well, <laughs> but yeah, and like, you're so frustrated with them. And I think part of it too, though, is like, they, they had this anticipation of how bad Liam would react, but he was like 10 times worse than what they actually thought. So, but that is one thing that I liked too, is the fact that 
when everything blew up, like it imploded, like Ren didn't talk to her brother for like a week or a week and a half. And like her, their mom had to be like, this is not okay. Like she basically stages an <laughs> intervention for them to talk because she was upset, which she even said like her son was a dipshit. Like she didn't say it that way, but like she knew like that he made the wrong choice, but unless she made this, like she made the connection for them, they were, they were going to like stay mad at each other forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. And like the, when they do finally talk, it just puts so much perspective into it because like Liam doesn't have any attachments. He's, you know, he's gone, he's working. And then when he's there, like they're kind of his rock too. And he feels like a big mm-hmm. part of why he has the reaction he has is because he feels like he's being replaced. Right. And it's well, a very and- powerful reaction. And then when they actually talk, it like, it like, it, that's one of the things, like whenever they actually talk, like her characters talk, like it puts mm-hmm. in perspective why things are happening. And that's not always done by authors. That's, you know, no. very unique to Jenna Hartley. And she mm-hmm. does it consistently. Like I've read a handful of her books now and like it's consistently done in her books. And you can always expect it to be like a very good read. <laughs> yeah. Well, and one thing I like too, though, is she, I mean, the angst that happens, it's natural, but it's not, and it's not forced. Like she doesn't force a situation into the story where you're like, this didn't need to happen. Like mm-hmm. the way that it plays out, like it, you could see it actually happening. Like you could tell, like, this is where they're heading. And, but the way it happens too, like, it makes sense and it works because it was kind of like, a, oops, this is, this is happening now. Like, this is not how we wanted to play it out. And there, but I think they, and one thing I like too, is like their, their break wasn't huge, but it was enough time for them both to really think like, if we just communicate past this. But one thing I really like too, though, is when Bennett and Ren make up is how how river had reacted because you know like throughout the story like how big of a connection he has with bennett and how big of a connection that like that is because of the way in which he reacts when bennett like he's he's not home anymore because he had moved in like and then when everything blew up like he moved out like and he and River kind of held a grudge against his mom. <laughs> poor Ren. Poor, I but know, they were poor so Ren. close. They were so close. And, you know, that was on Bennett too. It was a little cold turkey there. <laughs> it was. It really was. But you, it makes sense mm-hmm. though. But I do want to talk about River just a little bit because oh, this yeah. is a single parent book where the river did not overtake the story. He was a huge component of it, but he didn't overtake it. But one thing I love about this book is the way in which Jenna Hartley treats River's character. So he is this kid who is full of life. He dresses the way he wants and he, and Ren allows him to wear what he wants and do what he wants. If he wants to dance around and take dance classes and have dance parties and do flips and wear a tutu, like it's okay. And I loved that about this character. 
I love that too because like she has such a backbone about it too like to talk a little bit about how she gets judged publicly in their town um, Mm -hmm. about the way she parents but you know like the way she parents too is almost like protective of River and his spirit because she puts who he is as a human being first like his well-being like it just shows how good of a mom she is Mm because she's like so River's whole well-being not just like eating and you know going to bed on time and having structure but like like she wants that emotional yeah Mm -hmm. to develop a personality and to be the person that he's meant to be and (laughs) yeah I I I want a next gen story with these kids (laughs) I know that would be so good like now that that's a thing um like I want to see how I want a sneak peek like a little Mm -hmm. sneak peek into River as an adult that would be good Maybe but that is, is that is something though like she but there are a couple moments where like you know that she, like she's strict with him but she allows him to to have his personality she allows him to to do his thing but she does not allow him to to be a, a, a little asshole like no which i loved yeah but yeah i do um I love the way she treated that entire storyline of character with him. Cause you don't always get that with, with authors, like where the, the, the kid is such a driving force, but he, he's not overtaking it. Yeah. All right. So Lindsay, <laughs> did you like this book? Uh, yes. I loved it. I need book two, like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I actually was looking today and I don't think she has an estimated time for book two, but I don't quote me on that. Cause I could be wrong. It's been a long week. Um, I really enjoyed this book too. This actually like, this is my second reading through it. Um, I had read it when it first came out. And so I had to reread it just to familiarize myself with a couple of like the nuances of it, but I really enjoy it. So who would typically like this book? I feel like fans of Brothers Best Friend, it's done really well with that whole like forbidden element to the romance, but it's mm-hmm. not like too angsty, if that makes well, sense. Well, and one thing I like though, it's it's not forbidden in the sense where like they're bad for each other. It is the fact that Liam is just a really, 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 really overprotective brother. But if you listen to the way Liam talks, mm-hmm. like it's because of the situation that Ren is in currently. Yep. And so like that whole situation really affected him and his emotional well-being too. So I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, I think it's definitely forbidden in the sense that uh there's some pretty heavy boat rocking when it comes to like relationships between all the characters more than anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Yeah, so single parents, friends to lovers. If you love a pining hero, because oh man, he pines oh, at man. first. <laughs> I love a piner. Oh, they get me every time. So would you recommend this book? Absolutely. I love Jenna Hartley's writing style. I love the way she develops her stories. I love the way she paces her character, her stories. And I really love the way that she writes her characters. They're all really unique, very well developed. Um, mm-hmm just really good all-around book (laughs) yeah I've I've recommended this book and that's one thing like and she like she gives you little snippets and glimpses into characters from other books but they all make sense and so like if you want to read about like the wedding planner like 
it makes sense why she's talking about her because she has a book already. And so that's one thing I like too, is she doesn't overcrowd it with old characters. And this is the first in the series. So she had a little bit of world building to do, but it wasn't so much that you felt like you missed out on the relationship of the, the main characters. No, and all that world building also helped drive their relationship forward, which mm-hmm. is also very creative. It's not always done that way. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not. But this is going to be a really good friend group to see where she takes them. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? If you do, send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me on this quick shot of romance. Thanks, Leah. Happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.